while I'm comfortable doing that, I don't always seek it out. When I look yeah. back at the times when you've pressed me to be more communicative with clients, it is over things we don't want to talk about. I've got a little poem for you, kids. Republicans are red. Democrats <laughs> are blue. I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm glad the midterms are through as we open up episode number 123 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the quartermaster of Q3 sales, the one and only Kashocton man himself, Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. Things are things are rocking and rolling, trying to keep all the plates spinning, as I know that you are uh, doing as well. Um, but yeah, things have, you know, rolling into November. I am excited that the elections are over. I, but, you know, I, I say that literally every yeah. year. So yeah. uh, things are going pretty well for me, man. How about you? Same, but uh, just hustling, running and gunning. And uh, like, like I said, in, in my beautifully well-crafted poem, <laughs> uh, I am glad that the, the midterms are over because, you know, it's an increasingly complex world. And I think we saw how complex election returns can be. And it got me to thinking, Kirby. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've talked about, we've talked before about how complex the world seems to be getting. And this is even more apparent during the holiday gift giving season, right? Inventory sure. concerns, shipping delays, lack of communication, and other factors that make thinking either your internal associates or your external clients kind of challenging, kind of difficult. But yeah. today, Kirby, being the person that I am, being the giving human that I am, I have a gift for you. Sweet. The gift of, that's right. You ready? Yeah. It's the gift of Evans Manufacturing as they have genuinely made gift giving easy by, they have gift box sets. They're in stock and ready to go. They have uh, internal dedicated, they're internally dedicated to making the lives of their distributor partners easier. Constant communication throughout the process. And on that last point, here's a really great quote uh, from a, a couple great quotes from distributors about Evans. Evans is a wonderful partner that communicated throughout the entire order process. So easy to work with. And the communication is excellent. Great communication. And they're always eager to answer questions. Kirby, I know when you're working with a supplier, how important communication is to you. Uh, why don't you share what your thoughts are on that? It was funny as you were giving the quotes, you mentioned communication three times and every time it lifted my spirits because um, the reality of it is I think one of the challenges, and by the way, as distributors, we don't always do a great job of this either, right? right. As a supplier will communicate to us, we have to communicate back. It solves so many challenges. Um, sometimes we don't want to deliver bad news. We don't want to, you know, we don't deliver the good news. Working with a supplier that consistently communicates is an incredible superpower. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Kirby. And, and given the rave reviews that Evans continually receives from distributors just like you, you're clearly not alone. Uh, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Distributor, do yourself a favor and make holiday gift giving easy this year by working with Evans. You can get the ball rolling by visiting their website at evans-mfg.com. Not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, uh, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast on this very brisk November day where you're <laughs> at, very warm November day where I'm at. Um, before we launch into our first uh, topic, I wanted to just kind of give you a little bit of a shout out. 
You, we, we don't talk a lot about the projects we do individually, but I wanted to give you a little bit of credit on Better Business University. You're building something that I think is a really cool uh, asset for people out there to uh, level up their businesses. And I saw that you are you actually added a new class. I wanted to just give you an opportunity, 30 second plug on that. Share what you're doing. Thanks, man. First of all, appreciate the kind words. Uh, yeah, betterbusinessu.com. We're trying to create uh, an online learning platform. And uh, next week, we are launching a sales course that is a standalone sales course that is only available for a week. Uh, they can get the standalone sales course for a week. And then after that, it will only be available as a part of the Better Business U subscription. I, my goal is to make the subscription to Better Business like the biggest no-brainer in the history of Earth. <laughs> and so that's uh, that is so, sort of what we're doing. So if you want to learn more, you can just go to betterbusinessu.com. So it's available for a week for anybody then? Yeah, that's correct. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Better, better get on the hop as they would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's great stuff. Awesome, Kirby. So as I was thinking about the upfront topic today, mm -hmm. um, you and I are both friends with Michelle Bell, the mm -hmm. lovely and talented Michelle Bell over at ASI. And she was kind enough to provide the ASI Q3 2022, that's 2022 for those of you scoring at home, a sales report from ASI a little bit, a little early before it actually went to press. And, and I know uh, you've had a chance to look at it. <laughs> Excuse me, I have as well. Um, I wanted to share, when I read through it, as mm -hmm. always, so well done by ASI, so yeah. thorough and so thoughtful and looking at so many different angles. I I, I it's dorky, but I like reading about our industry oh, sure. and I think it's really stuff. I, I want to hear what your takeaways are, but I want to share a couple of ones that I had Please, first, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah, great. So I saw the distributors reported a 12.4% increase in Q3 of 2022 over the same quarter in 2021. So yeah. very encouraging right there. Yep. Uh, nearly 70% of distributors reported sales had increased. Uh, so you have a lot. It's not just a couple big ones. It's a lot. Um, and then almost two thirds of those distributors say that they've exceeded the, the numbers exceeded their expectations. Yeah. But here was the most interesting thing. Very mixed reports about the first parts of Q4. Right. Uh, no one's sounding an alarm bell. No one's screaming around with their head on fire. But, you know, the economy's kind of weird right now. Inflation is still. Uh, you know, it's still very much a part of our lives. If you go to the grocery store, you know, inflation sure. exists. Uh, the Fed continually is rising uh, the, the uh, interest rate. So borrowing money is not as cheap as it used to be. Because Every time to... I see a picture of Jerome Powell, I'm pissed off. There you go. <laughs> so uh, some clients are investing, right? And I'm sure as a distributor, you see this. Some clients are investing. But some are probably tapping the brakes a little bit because they're concerned about how, you know, is this a is this a, a quick dip? Is it a slow slide into a potential recession? I want to ask, and, and if you have anything to add to the, those are the things that really stuck out with me. Did anything else stick out with you? Those are, I mean, I to me, those jumped out, right? Because it was okay. like, wow, I was impressed by how many people um, reported that the Q3 was amazing and, and bigger than year over year. And so I was like, okay, I have some thoughts about maybe why that was. But yeah, it did. It, and, and to be fair, I, I, I probably fall in the same camp, right? Like I'm yeah. like, okay, but what's Q4 look like? And so it's, well, and that's, it's, it's interesting. That's, that's what I wanted to ask you. Are, are you feeling that kind of squeeze from your clients? Because that, that pressure comes from out in, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. If people are buying, I, a recession doesn't matter as much. A, yes, 100%. A, a, economic slowdown doesn't matter so much. Inflation doesn't matter so much. If, if the orders still come in and you're growing, that's all outside noise uh, right. to an extent. Yeah. 
Are you seeing that kind of squeeze from your clients? And if so, what are you doing about it? And if not, what do you attribute that to? Yeah. So I would say what I've seen is a, the beginnings of it, right? Like yeah. the, the, like uh, what I've told the team is that yeah. we're getting fewer home runs. So we need to do well with singles and doubles. Literally, this was a conversation we had on Monday. Um, and, and so in answer to you, what are we doing about it? I think for me, when I see something like that, I'm like, okay, so we're going to have to be more focused and we're going to have to work harder um, yeah. for the same result. And yeah. I find that when I do that, then, you know, sometimes a home run will come because we've put ourselves sure. in that place. When things are sure. rocking and rolling, orders come in and it's it, even the best of salespeople sometimes can get a little bit reactive and not as proactive. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm feeling it. And I would say what we're doing for it is just going, okay, what, how do we get back to basics? How do we get back to prospecting? How do we, you know, develop uh, more relationships with more customers? So for me, it's about getting back to basics and being proactive. And I think that's a great strategy to get back to basics, to get back to um, kind of a, okay, we need to, we, we, maybe our current clients, they're, they're going to max out at this. Right. Maybe we need to expand our client base. Yeah. I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Yes. I think another approach that I thought about that uh, I think you do, um, but maybe I'm looking at it from a little different perspective because I'm, I'm not carrying a distributor bag anymore. I haven't done right. that in a long time. But I think it's also a great opportunity to be proactive with your current clients who historically order uh, at this time of year, and you know maybe maybe it's not coming in as quickly as you thought. Mm -hmm. It came in at a lower you know lower price, lower quantities, yeah. whatever. I think it's a great time to be proactive before they even have to make that call or just start ignoring you yeah. to talk to them. Say, I know that. If you're like all of us in, in, in the world, we're a little concerned about the potential recession. So I don't want to talk to you today. I know you order something every year around this time, or this isn't. Let's talk about maximizing your spend. Let's talk about really giving you value and go in there with ideas about packaging, about delivery, about experience. Mm. You'll probably, you might still see a little cut in costs sure. and, and how much they're spending with you in revenue. But I think what you gain in that is, man, I've really got a partner here. These are the times. You can really plant seeds of that long-term relationship everybody craves, everybody desires yeah. by just calling it out for what it is. We're concerned about it. You, I'm sure you are. So we've given careful thought to this. And here's what I'm suggesting this year. Let's maximize whatever your budget is, whether it's the same, lower, higher, let's maximize it to really make an impact this year. Yeah. And I, I think, think when you really do that, advice. you really, I think you really, really uh, endear yourself to a client, uh, in, in a way, kind of let them off the hook. Like they don't have to be the bad guy and let you know, Oh man, I can't spend as much or I can't right. even do that order this year. Yeah. One of the things that if I see a theme with you, um, on this, cause I think that's really good advice, Bill. Um, and it's advice that I think we all need to hear sometimes because while I'm comfortable doing that, I don't always seek it out. When I look yeah. back at the times when you've pressed me to be more communicative with clients, it is over things we don't want to talk about. Right. Yeah. And, and those who do talk about it are the ones who tend to stand out. Hey, we're going to have yeah. the supply chain thing is coming here. Hey, inflation's coming. Hey, this is Absolutely. an issue by being in front of that and talking about those challenging things. Most people won't. And so yeah. they say that yeah. the, the, uh, the extra mile is never crowded um, by, by, yeah. by doing that, uh, that extra work and, and by sort of addressing the elephant in the room, as it were, I think you do yeah. um, have conversations that most of your competitors are not having. 
Well, uh, I appreciate that. And again, I think you, so. You're more talk. You talked really focused on working harder, yeah. which is I think qu- correct. Yeah, I'm talking more about working maybe not smarter. I, that that yeah. does I don't want to put myself above what you're doing at all. No. I just maybe working differently or being yeah. more proactive. I think if you take it from both angles, you can really do anything. You can go to bed at night knowing you've done everything you can. Yeah to yeah. mitigate what may or may not happen. So great stuff from ASI. I know you, you're like me, you, you love it as well. You know, Kirby, I got to amp up the podcast. I'm <laughs> it's required time. by law to do, it's time to amp it up. Um, and I got to tell you about a new promotion from our good pals mm. over at Promo Pulse. Yeah. Even though it doesn't kick off till next week, what is it with next weekend, you guys? <laughs> you got something going on a better business. You Promo Pulse has something going on. Anyway, so even though it doesn't kick off till next week, promo upfront listeners can get early access. So this is a, a little gift for everybody there. We're gift, we're giving gifts everywhere today. Everywhere. If there was ever a time to try AMP to upgrade your marketing and amplify your sales, it's now because it's free. That's right. The first 100 signups will get full access to the AMP platform for the remainder of 2022, as well as free onboarding. Promo Pulse will do all the setup for you. No credit cards required. There's no contracts. There's only one catch. You might miss out if you don't act right yeah. now. So don't delay because it's first come, first serve for this onboarding. Again, free for the remainder of the year. So go to promopulse.io slash free to sign up by November 21st. So I know this is generally really great stuff. It's really great stuff. I know this is generally you you tend to amp up the podcast. I had a chance to talk yeah. to Jason about this and I thought he was nuts. This is the biggest no-brainer in the history of Earth. Yeah. If you do not do consistent email marketing, there has yeah. literally never been a better time. This is unbelievable. This is really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's great stuff. Great stuff. All right, Kirby, do you have a topic for us that we should talk about on this podcast today? Yeah. So I, I think I know where you're going to go on your next one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip that. But you had mentioned um, the election, the midterm elections. And so I want to go someplace that, that hopefully isn't a wild mistake. Um, so, so the elections just happened. Um, obviously we had, um, lots of money spent on both sides trying to figure out that. And one of the things that a couple of things that come to mind, number one, the economy always, always takes a dip before an election. It's, Mm -hmm. it's weird to me that People don't talk more about that because, you know, the people who are either going to be running the country or are, you know, are now tend to be talking about all the things that are bad with the earth. And so, you know, consumer confidence takes a dip and almost always after a midterm election, the economy tends to get a little bit better. We'll see how that plays out with the stock market and everything. But afterwards, it is fascinating to me for the next week, the sort of mental hangover that the country goes through. and. You know, if your team didn't win or, you know, and how the world is going to end. And I'm old enough at this point to have seen it happen a bunch again again and again. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I would say is it does always, I always am reminded right after something like this of the old uh, Stephen Covey concept to control what you can control. While we throw a lot of money and a lot of energy and there, there are implications for sure um, on who is elected. Those implications are less than the action and the effort that you put forward for your own shit. Um, it is amazing how many people are waiting for someone to come save them. And I think, you know, as you talked about the challenges with the economy, like nobody's going to fix it for you. Yep. And and so kind of to your point, what are you doing to push, you know, whatever agenda you have, whether it's fitness or finance yep. or whatever forward? You have complete, you have the ultimate control of that. You have way more control over that than I think we 
often give ourselves credit. And so yeah. this is sort of more of a rant than anything, but I sort of wanted your take. Yeah. Do you believe that what I'm saying is true or that sometimes these elections wreak more havoc in our personal lives than we think? Well, I think <laughs> it's a lot there, right? Yeah. And, and now I'm wading into a minefield here. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm, I'm not, not asking you I'm gonna, to. No, no, I, I, I know you're not. But yeah. anytime you talk about politics, hell, even writing my little poem at the beginning of the podcast is wading into politics a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I wrote something. I wrote something on my uh, timeline, on my Facebook timeline on Tuesday mm -hmm. about you know, we're not red or blue. We're not Republican or Democrat. We're not Whigs and Tories. We're not conservative or liberal. We're all Americans. And I think if we try to remember that today, exercise your right to vote, blah, blah, blah. No. And I said, please, this is not a political post. And there were a couple of people who had funny things to say, but then there were a couple of people that decided to go, they go there it. and say, can't, can't help it. And I'm just like saying, I, and so I, I took down the post. So I, you know, the, the, biannual election cycle exhausts me. I get tired of the campaign ads. I think we all do yep. either, you know, if, if it's a, a Democrat um, running for office, their commercials are like, you know, they want to give guns to your children and <laughs> shoot everybody. And if it's a Republican running against a Democrat, they want to give out rainbow colored fentanyl. They're doing homosexual <laughs> dances throughout the streets. So you, you can't win. And, and I mean, it's so ridiculous because it is exhausting. And, and I don't even remember your question at this point. Well, so remind so, so, me of your question. So, so real quickly, actually, one, I want to give a shout out. So John, Pull it Acuff, down for me because John, John Acuff, um, had a little quick video on LinkedIn and he said mm -hmm. that he went for a run this oh, morning and he said, the government didn't do those miles. I did yeah. those miles. And I remember the, the writing, the pages, yeah. the government do, didn't do that. I did that. And I think getting back to focus on the things we can yeah. control is powerful. So, so here's what I think. I, I do. I do remember your question. I'm sorry. So no, okay. um, when you're voting, people really tend to forget that the lower down the ballot, those races that you don't really know about, those are the ones that actually impact your life a Couldn't lot agree more. more. Couldn't agree more. And yeah. we focus so much on this Senate race and this House race, not the local local judge, and not those things that really do matter. And I agree with you. When you look for other people to solve your problems, that's the, um, that's the, message. that, that, yeah, that's a mistake yeah. because here's the thing. Yeah. Things cost a little bit more today than they did a year ago. I, I, that That's a fact. I mean, that's just, that's yeah. just fact. Sure. My life hasn't changed other than the fact that I have to be a little more frugal here and there. My, you know, I, I, I don't stress about money or anything like that or bills, but I'm, I'm cognizant of that things are more expensive. So maybe I'll have more hamburger and less steak or, or whatever. Um, and I'm not trying to, you know, put, put any cast, any, uh, negativity on people who are really struggling financially because sure. of, of, of inflation and all that. But you know, my life's not that much different. Um, and so I think if you take, when, when you, when you ask other people to solve your problems, you're ceding control. That's what you talked about. Mm -hmm. That's what you're talking about. John Acuff, he's the one who ran the miles. It's, it's like, yeah. it's the same people who are overweight and they want a pill to solve their problems. It's a pretty simple equation. Put in less than your daily intake needs. Then yeah. you lose weight. It's, it's really that simple of an equation. <laughs> we all know you always talk about it. Um, you know how to get six pack abs. It's whether you want to do it or not. That's right. Right. 
Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, uh, elections are important. I think the process is important. I think that I, I do believe that so many people on the ballot, whether, whatever level, really want to do good for this country, whether they're red, blue or whatever, somewhere in the middle. But I, I get exhausted by the process. I get exhausted by the, the division, as I think yeah. we all do. Yeah. So what really it's a question of what are you doing today to move your move your life in the direction you want and stop waiting stop for someone else control. to do it? That's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, Kirby. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, no, it was a good topic. I don't know if you saw this. Um, pretty pretty big news. And uh, Essent, who which is a service provider in the industry, built a ton of websites. Big technology provider uh, in the industry. They suffered an encryption attack on Friday, November the fourth, um, and they still. And we're recording this on November tenth. They still do not know when full connectivity is going to be restored. It was a ransomware attack that locks users out of important files, and then they demand uh, a ransom to decrypt those files. So they're working with outside experts to determine scope and fix the issue, working around the clock, as I'm sure you can you know, yeah. be aware. But there's a lot of suppliers who are, you know, they're struggling with their websites right now because of this attack. Um, but they have no timetable for a, quote, safe and secure access to the network. Now we, I remember a couple of years ago or two, two years ago, I think this happened to Halo. They happened yeah. to, uh, it's happened to Alpha Broder. It's, it's, it's on the rise. You know, right. we've taught and, and we've talked, you know, Dale Denham, uh, when he was CIO of Geiger was very loud about this. I know John Norris is very, you know, concerned about cybersecurity and things like that. It's, it's, I, I think my biggest concern when I read this, it's a tech company mm -hmm. and I I don't, I know some of the people essence, certainly, and I don't know how they're structured, but I would guarantee you they have security and safety protocols in place. And yet someone still got in. Yeah. That's concerning to me. So I wanted to ask you if your website was part of an attack like that, what would you do? Because what essence done, um, like if you need to contact Essen right now, they have a, I forget the name. It's like Essence something at gmail.com. They, they I don't think they have access to their mm -hmm. email. So what would you do? Yeah, it's- it, it, That's it, a big it, question, by the way. It's a big question. Yeah, it's Sorry, super folks, scary. Sorry, folks, not a lot of yucks today on the podcast. Yeah, it's super scary, right? Like, and so, you know, I think, um, and, and I'm hardly the tech guy, so I almost don't want to like- Yeah. Like, no, I'm just saying, what would hands. you do to run your business? Yeah. Not worry, I think, I'm not talking about how, what would you do to fix the problem? You would have to rely on other people to do that, as would I. Yeah. I'm more talking about how would you communicate yeah. with your clients? How would you try to get around it? And- you know, because you want to, you want to communicate. Everything's fine, but it's really not. Yeah, and it's a very fine line to walk. And I think Essence done a great job communicating. By the way, I think the transparency and saying, "Hey, look, we That's don't have a thing. timetable for secure, safe, and secure access." I love that. I applaud them for doing that. I don't, you know, I think what it does, it takes the blame out of it. No one's blaming Essence. Yeah, this shit happens. Yeah, and they're does. doing what they can to fix it. Yeah, I think again, I think. It, 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 the first thing that my mind popped to, Bill, and I think probably what yeah. you're thinking in sort of what Essen talked about is what's alternative routes of communication, whether that's, this right. is one of the reasons that you build a social media platform that has uh, a real yeah. amount of followers. That's, it's one yeah. of the reasons you have alternative email addresses or even be able to, you know, one of the things that we have is, is a way to set up alternative um, channels like websites even, yeah. right? Like, and yeah, so I, um, I think that that would be my first play, right? And then yeah. 
um, <laughs> maybe even make some phone calls. It'll be crazy. Um, I think that's what, yeah, that's what yeah. I'd be, I'd pick, picking up the phone right away. Yeah. So, I mean, right off the top of my head, those would be the things I'd be seeking out alternative yeah. ways to communicate. I'd be utilizing all the, the, <clears throat> the things that were not compromised. And yeah. as you said, transparency is powerful. You don't want to be, but I think that it, it, it really yeah. does. It's powerful in those moments. It's it's the hardest thing you can do in that moment is be transparent. And what I think it does, again, it disarms everybody. You own it. This has happened. This is what we're doing. And we don't know. We're not yeah. going to lie to you. We don't know. Yeah. I think what that does do, it, it uh, there's no there's no room for uh, uh, any guesses here what's going on. There's no room for conspiracy theories. Yeah. This is what's going on. And we'll communicate. I'm sure that I think I'm sure they're updating people on a regular basis. I, I don't know that, but I would bet my bottom dollar they are. And I, I think that's what I would do is, is uh, to reach out to my clients. This has happened. Yep. Yep. You cannot over communicate in a situation like this. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kirby. Um, maybe let's have some fun now. Holy okay. Crap. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you um, what, let me, let me bring up one topic before we get to yeah, the gambling go. for good. This yeah, is a, yeah, this yeah, yeah. probably won't take but a second. Um, Got it. Go pickleball. Yeah. So, so have you heard, you know, it's like a craze around the nation. Mm -hmm. um, yep. There are leagues popping up and some really prominent people are actually purchasing teams and purchasing mm -hmm. leagues. Yep. I'm super fascinated about this. Yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> I played the other night. Uh, I've actually played mm -hmm. for the last two nights. And so I yeah. sort of get it. I, I had a lot yeah. of fun um, playing. Have you played and do you understand the craze? Uh, I have not played. I'd like to, and I absolutely understand the craze. I mean, yeah. it's a hybrid of, of ping pong and tennis, basically. Yeah. Um, and no, I think it's great. And I think it's one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it's great. Anytime you do things like that, I love when, and that's a, that's a healthy craze, right? It's yes. not like, it's not, a, it's not, it's, it's not a, it's not a uh, technological craze, which I absolutely love that it's not. I think what's interesting though, um, right now, if you look at people's injuries, I, the vast majority of injuries are older people. I don't want to say how old because I'm of a certain age, but it's from people playing the pickleball. So, uh, you know, and I'm talking about like, you know, ACLs, MCLs, Achilles, things like that. Yeah, people so, are diving. They take it serious. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's really, <clears throat> yeah, the vibe but I, was cool. Yeah, I've heard it's great. I want to do it. Um, and and I just have not had an opportunity to, or I've not I've not availed myself to an opportunity is probably more accurate. Well, I'll tell you, it's and I I have been one of the people that sort of joke uh that yep. it's if you play pickleball, like and there's a lot of things like this. If you're a runner, all you yeah. talk about is running. If you are playing pickleball, yeah. it is almost impossible to not talk to everyone about the pickleball. I get and, it. And the last two days, Dustin in my office has heard nothing about but pickleball. And so I, I think I'm all already kind of caught the bug. So no, kind of I think that I think it's awesome. I think it's and like that anything that promotes something healthy, something right. uh that stimulates the brain, perhaps. Yes. I'm not saying pickleball does that. I'm saying crazes that do things other than hey man, I got new app on my phone. Give me stuff. <laughs> um right. is all good. All right, Kirby. Uh gambling for good. So last week. You went two and four. You took it on the chin last week. I so did. you were at 33 and 27. I uh, went even three and three. So I'm at 35 and 25. I'm two games ahead of you as we start the downward slope uh, to the end of this, which is good. All right. So we've got some interesting ones this week. Yep. Uh, very tough ones to pick. So for our college, first college, and again, if you're listening for the first time, 
Uh, very quick, we are gambling for good for Promotional Products Education Foundation. We have a bet going on who can pick games, three college, three pro, uh, the best. We've got about, I think, three or four more weeks of this. Once the college regular season's end, I think we're going to have to kill this or go yeah. to six pro games if, we, if we're close. We play it by ear. We, our, our, our rules fine. are really loose here. Yeah. But we don't pick against the spread just who's going to win. So Kirby, for our first college game, we've got the two loss. Alabama Crimson Tide ranked number six, heading into Oxford, Mississippi, playing uh, the Ole Miss Rebels down there. Who you got? Who you got? Yeah, I, this is where I, I don't follow. Um, I mean, obviously, I know about Alabama, but I'm not as as familiar with Ole Miss. Um, it's yeah. at Ole Miss, so it is you know, in Oxford. Yeah, so I, I really, when I don't know in college, I lean toward the home team. I don't like this mm -hmm. with this because it feels like Al, uh, Nick Saban's going to have them mad because um, I think they. It, it is really unlikely they're making the college playoff for the first like first time in a bunch of years. So, yep. Uh, I'm going Alabama. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Crimson Tide. Um, I don't see, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't see Saban losing there. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. I literally made up my no. mind just then. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. Number seven, TCU, the Horned Frogs, undefeated, number seven. Actually, I think they're number four now. I, I yep. wrote these out before the college football rankings were readjusted, yep. but close close enough, kids. Um, at the University of Texas Longhorns in Austin. Yeah. I, every time I, I, I bet with my heart and not my head, I lose, but mm -hmm. I'm going to do that again. Mm -hmm. uh, I yep. actually really like this story with TCU. Um, I think yep. it's cool um, that they're in the top four right now. So I'm saying TCU. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Sonny Dykes and, and uh, Purple Baylor, as I like to call them. There's Baylor and Purple Baylor in Texas, uh, that's yeah. TCU. And I can never root for uh, the University of Texas Longhorns. I think it'll be an interesting game, though, because TCU has a bad habit of starting very slow right. and coming on strong in the second half. Texas has a very bad habit of starting fast and fading very hard in the second half. <laughs> so this is anybody's game. I am also going TCU. All right, Kirby. The North Carolina Tar Heels ranked number 17, heading into Wake Forest at number 21. This is a battle of some of the Carolina teams. Who you yeah. Got? So again, I'm going with my heart, not my head, mm -hmm. and not because I yep. really, I, I don't really know a lot about either of these teams, but uh, Danny Rosen is uh, mm -hmm. an alumna, alumnus of North Carolina. And I'm thinking, yep. you know, it's at Wake Forest, but they're both in North Carolina. So I'm not yeah. playing that big of a home field. So I'm going UNC. Yeah, I'm going UNC as well. Um, uh, it's hard for me to do that because Mac Brown is their head coach. who used to for, uh, coach the uh, Texas <laughs> team in Austin, but that's okay. All right. Now in the pros, we're going to go with surprise teams. Now, this could be good surprises yeah, or bad right. surprises. Right. All right. So the first game we have is the very surprising positive Seattle Seahawks yeah. playing the disappointing Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this game is in Germany. So it's first thing in the morning Sunday. So Seattle at Tampa Bay in Germany. Who do you got? This yeah, this is a really hard one. Um, it is just because I I hate to bet against Tom Brady. I but yep. I, yeah, I, and and by the way, I think Geno Smith is the story of the year. I, I I'm I kind of root for him. I think that's really cool what he has kind of resurrected his career. He's a quarterback of Seattle, but I'm going Tampa Bay. All right, I'm going to go Seattle. 
I think actually the story of the year is the next team we're going to talk about. The very strong Dallas Cowboys, which I don't think anybody expected much out of. I, Mike McCarthy's head's been on a chopping block. Right. And I think he might be, he should be possibly coach of the year, to be honest with you, against the very disappointing and at Green Bay Packers, McCarthy's former team. So who do you got? Yeah, I actually think this is one of the easier picks. I think Dallas is going to run them. I mean, Green Bay has shown no life. And the person who you thought you were hanging everything on, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, threw three picks last week that I would have thrown. In the red zone. In the red zone. It was just really, really bad. And then came out on the Pat McAfee show and acted as if everybody needs to rally around him, how he's doing. I'm like, he just seems completely what's what's the term you use when we don't talk about something that's really important deaf tone deaf right? oh yeah we're tone deaf yeah. aaron mm-hmm. seems tone deaf so many times and so yeah I I, i'm actually i, think I it, find myself rooting for dallas in this one wow i think his journey with ayahuasca has maybe altered his uh his brain a little bit all right last one the surprisingly i assume you're taking dallas right oh yeah dallas i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah please I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna be a tougher game, though. I think I think it's gonna be a tougher game. I think Aaron's Aaron Rodgers is gonna want to beat his former coach. Dot did not end on great terms when McCarthy left. So doesn't seem to like his current coach either. It's it, there's. A I time don't think when Aaron. He, it's yeah. you. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's <laughs> it's the it's the same theory I always had for Van Halen. As much as I love Van Halen. I always believe that God rest his soul, Eddie Van Halen was the most miserable human on the planet because he could blame everybody. And I'm like, okay, it's not David Lee Roth. It's not Sammy Hagar. It's not Gary Sharon. Maybe it's you who's yeah. the problem. So anyway, all right. Uh, the not so surprisingly disappointing uh, Washington Commanders, formerly Redskins, versus the very surprising undefeated, yeah. only team undefeated in the NFL. My least favorite team in the history of football, the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's a Monday night game. Kirby, who do you got in this battle of the resurrected Renaissance NFC East? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm all in on the Eagles. I totally understand why you don't like them. And uh, sure, that's fine. But I, I think it's hard not to like Jalen Hurts. He just seems like a good dude. He's like, he was kind of the underdog. I, it, and he seems like he's grown and progressed. He's always been a pretty good leader, but he's really throwing the ball well. So I, I, okay. like, I like that story. Um, who did you pick for the Seattle-Tampa Bay game? You picked Seattle, correct? No, Tampa Bay. Oh, you picked Tampa Bay. Okay, good. Because I was, you were going to have, we were picking every game the same. Yeah. And I was going to have to, I was going to force myself to pick something different, but no, <laughs> sadly, I agree. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't, yeah. I don't dislike people on teams. I dislike just the idea sure. of the team sure. and the fans of Philadelphia, which are some of the worst fans on the planet. <laughs> and you know who you are throwing batteries at Jimmy Johnson, applauding when Michael Irvin blows out both his knees at Veterans Stadium. Shame on you. But I'm gonna root for. I'm gonna say Philly wins that game in, in a <laughs> blowout, in an absolute blowout. But you know what? It's not. So it's it's not going to be like this complex, tight game. Um, so I like I like easy games to pick like that, and also I like it when suppliers make things easy for our pals who are distributors, especially during a complex gift giving season, Kirby. And no one's done that better than our pals over at Evans. We gave some quotes at the top of the show talking about how. Distributors, I just give these glowing reports of the communication, the constant communication, which is so important when things are hectic. 
it really does relieve stress, relieve stress, and it makes you feel like I've really got a partner here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we really, really uh, uh, want to suggest you do yourself a favor, make holiday gifting easy this year by working with our pals at Evans. Head over to evans-mfg.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, I want to thank you again for having the Kashakt and Courage that you displayed today in having this podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.